previously on The Steve and Jeff Show. Everything's changed, Steve. Well, hello. As an ethos, as a methos, as a compost. It's like the prime directive on Star Trek. Could we ever find somebody who could tell the future and make money off of it? Well, hello. You saw that before his assassination. Well, it was a little bit after. Like the pavement had just turned into rivers of gold. I'm worth 50 billion dollars right now we've been tripping ourselves trying to fall into new money for decades jeff to subscribe to my my newsletter which is just full of information that's going to get you rich it's only a thousand dollars a month do you validate my parking johnny tell us what she's going to get for being on the show right steve Jeff, I am so excited to be back. This show is going places. This show is exciting. This show is generating new audiences every day. Happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas. Yes. uh, Are you expecting any good gifts this year, Steve? Of course, my mom gave me the best gift last year with the new baby Stevie. But I think we just want to hope people listen to this show and laugh around their Yule log as they listen to our jokes and our comedy and our, our finesse. Dare I say finesse? The finesse we have around comedy. You know, Jeff, in fact, speaking of comedy, we really want to be attuned with our listeners. Jeff, we want to be more than attuned. We want to be attenuated. We want to be exonerated. We want to be inebriated. We want to be decaffeinated. We want to live with our audience. Well, not literally. That's weird. But but I digress. We got a letter from Jim in San Diego, and Jim wrote in that our show is interesting, but he said we take too long to get to the jokes. I've never heard that before because I think we're just so funny and everything that comes out of our mouth is pretty funny. But, you know, I want to respect the audience and I think there may be some truth to that. Do you have any uh, thoughts on how we can introduce people to our sense of humor a little quicker? I'm so glad you asked that question, Jeff, because at first I thought Jim must be listening to somebody else's Mm -hmm. podcast. Probably is. But he probably is. But I thought, let's give it a try. So, Jeff, on the other side of that glass... Usually I introduce the guest, but you know what? We got Johnny. And so I'm going to have Johnny introduce our our guest because our guest is a big time guest. This is a famous guest, Jeff. I'm going to pass this over to Johnny and let Johnny introduce our new guest. Right, Steve. Tonight's guest is a master of the one-liner, a sour cream buckle on the borscht belt of comedy. He is just off a three-week engagement at Mr. Kelly's in Chicago, and in January will appear for two weeks at San Francisco's legendary and long-shuttered Hungry Eye. Plus, next year he begins a Vegas residency at the Strip's famous and the Chicago Outfit's favorite Dunes Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas. Veteran of the Parr Show, the Carson Show, the Sullivan Show, the Letterman Show, and frequent guest at the corner of Russian Oak with the fedora collecting coins, please welcome to the Steve and Jeff Show, that world-famous jokester, Joey Bishop Schwartzman. Hey, hey there, boys. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Hey, welcome to the show, Joey. And just to be clear now, Bishop is sort of a nickname. You're not related to Joey Bishop. No, no. He was my godfather's favorite comedian. It's not a relationship. What can I tell you? It's also not a job title. (laughs) There you go. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Jeff, this is so good. And Joey, you know, one of the reasons that we wanted to bring you on, in addition to Jim's letter, if we wanted to get to the jokes 
you know, Jeff and I really only know very small number of jokes. Jeff, I think we, I just, only, we talked. We each know like one joke. I really only know one. In fact, Joey, do you want to hear it? Maybe because oh. you're a pro, you know, maybe you can kind of give this, me some tips or. This would be great teaching. Yes, it would be. Yeah, lay it on me, sweetheart. Let's go. Come on. All right. Uh, my joke is that there are two Jewish guys, been friends their whole lives. Every month they get together for breakfast. One picks up the other one and asks him how he's doing. And the other one says, horrible. I just got my tax bill and I owe $20,000. $20,000? What are you going to do? And he said, I don't know. I don't have the money. So they're driving down the street. There's a church on the right-hand side, big sign in front of the church. It says, convert to Catholicism, $20,000 reward. He says, what do you think? He says, well, I don't think you have a choice. You're right. So he pulls over, goes into the church. Next month, they get together for breakfast. He says, how are you doing? He says, I'm great. He said, did you convert to Catholicism? He said, yeah. He goes, did they pay you the $20,000? He said, is that all you people care about is money? <laughs> See, there you go. That's okay. it. Okay, that's that's what they call a thinker. A stinker or a thinker? But both, yeah. yeah both. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not mutually exclusive, unfortunately. Yeah. No, that's a funny joke. And that's the only joke you know. That's an amazing joke for being a one-joke person. For being a well, one-trick pony, that's you. a hell of a trick. Steve, you know one, too, right? This is the only joke I know, but give it a shot here. So, guy walks into a bar. And there's this beautiful bartender working behind the bar, beautiful woman. And see, he looks up at the, they got the menu posted behind the bar and it says cheese sandwich, $2.50, chicken sandwich, $3.50, hand job, $10. So he goes up to the bartender and says, are you the one that gives the hand jobs? And she says, why, yes, I am. Great. Wash your hands. I want a cheese sandwich. <laughs> hey, uh, now, now we're talking. Now I we're like talking. that one too. Yeah, that's a good one. You know what? That one would kill. Wow. Yes. It's a fantastic joke. You guys, maybe, just, maybe we don't need him. Well, Jeff, maybe Jeff, we're on our kill. way, except we only know kill. two. But that's it. Once people hear that joke, they'll know it. Then we're they'll done. give the punchline with me. They'll give the punchline before true. I set it up. And that, yeah, that's, that's true. Wrong. It'd be kind of like a, like a Jerry Lewis kind of thing. You know, It'd hey. Be, oh, oh even that. worse. We really need your help. Anything you can do to help us. You write jokes for a living. Wide variety of topics, too. Wide oh, variety yeah. of topics. See, oh, what are- you guys got the stuff. You guys got the stuff to tell the jokes. You just don't have the joke. We don't. Mm. That's exactly it. We got the chops, but not the props. You know what I mean? Oh, I am writing that one down. Chops. Oh, yeah. Props. Chops, not the props. Could do it. Props, but not the chops. If somebody has a carrot joke, top. but can't tell carrot it. Right. Top carrot top. Carrot top. Carrot top. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Rhyming is super funny. I think we are good at that. What kind of categories of jokes do you have? There must be a lot. Oh, baby. I tell you what, I can get you your Polish jokes. I can get you a Jewish joke. We can get modern and go with the redneck joke. I can get you a biblical joke. I got a deal on dead baby jokes that you aren't going to believe. I can get you jokes about your mother-in-law. I can get you some political, satirical, sexual stuff about old people, the Irish, Christmas. I can even get that night at the Apollo thing with a whole bunch of yo mama jokes. I can make jokes about toilets and what goes into toilets. I can make kid jokes. I can make the kind of kid jokes that the kids like, and I can make the kind of kid jokes about kids that the kids don't like. Steve, I'm aroused. This opportunity is almost too good to pass up. Although, before we go into some of those other categories, it is Christmas. Could you kick us off with maybe just a Christmas joke and then go into any of those other categories? I love them all, Steve. You know, that is a great way to start, Jeff, because, you know, Joey, nothing says Christmas like a Borscht Belt comic. That's just an old-fashioned Christmas. That's the best kind. Lay it on us, the Christmas jokes. All right, all right, here we go. Some Christmas jokes, some Christmas jokes. All right, here you go. Why does Santa have a full sack? 
because he only comes once a year. (laughs) (laughs) How does Santa Claus stay STD free? He always wraps his package before he shoves it in the chimney. Bing, 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 Dave. I just want to oh. point out the way he says shoves it. Yeah. Oh. I think that's something that we're going to have to work on. It's you get so, that from years on the stage, well, yeah, years, of pro. The, years of fighting hecklers. That, that's just an art. I'll let you in on a little secret. Any word that is actually an entendre, just really get into it. There you go. Like uh-huh. You really get into it. There you oh, go. That's gosh. how you, you know. You yeah, know sounds that. like he's from Rogers Park or something. That's great. It's unbelievable. How many years have you been doing this now, Joey? I got my start. Back in the, in the 70s, I think I wrote my first jokes when I was like in junior high. Got those sold off. I remember the first joke I wrote. It was Ooh. a Jewish joke. You want to? Oh. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. Perfect. Okay. Tried this one on. There was a guy riding on a train and a, a lady walked up to him and says, Sir, I hate to bother you, but are you Jewish? And he said, no, no, I'm not Jewish. About 10 minutes later, she walks back up to him and she says, sir, I just got to ask you again. Are you sure you're not Jewish? And he said, no, no, I'm not Jewish. About a half an hour later, she's still eyeballing him. And she walks up and goes, I got to ask you one more time. Are you Jewish? And he finally just goes, all right, all right, I'm Jewish. And she looks at him and says, that's funny. You don't look Jewish. Oh, 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 oh that's great. Uh, I love stereotypes. There you go. See that? Set it up one way. You yank out the train. Oh, my God. What you said about junior high, that is so true. Because wouldn't you agree that all comedy really starts in junior high? All comedy is based in junior high? Absolutely. Listen, if you don't have a sense of humor developed by the time you're in eighth grade, you are just going to be a sad, lonely person, possibly a politician, maybe a lawyer. Who knows? It could be even worse. You know, a lot of the material, I mean, it's a little what I think you comics call blue, particularly the Christmas stuff. It's it's a little edgy, a little blue for Christmas, don't you think? Yeah. Tell you what, you got a point there. You got to know the audience. Some audiences like the the dirty stuff. Some of them don't like the dirty stuff. Like if you're doing something with a a lot of kids in the audience, you don't want to make a lot of penile jokes or anything like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you got a point there i can i i but i got a lot of jokes i can oh. tone them down for you, well, let's, you, know, you let's keep going joey this is great all right so like uh you could do the ones with the person walking into the bar okay yeah okay. oh yeah yeah love all those right. and e flat walks into the bar and the bartender says sorry we don't serve minors <laughs> you see that's one of those music jokes joke that's there. a music geek joke uh, yeah, I, like I like that, that. Yeah, it kind of works with kids because they're minors okay so that one was pretty clean you like that one uh-huh. yeah, that one yeah. okay okay a tennis ball walks into a bar and the bartender looks at the tennis ball and says have you been served oh man you don't have to explain them that's what I like hit you right away although I like long ones too if they're if they keep yeah. yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Myron Cohen and the Henny Youngman. This guy's got it all. Oh Absolutely. Don't let us stop you. Although, are you charging us by the joke? Is this part kind of free until we officially hire you? Or <laughs> he's, he's it, tonight, I hate to bring up money at this point, but you do not hate to bring up money. Nobody yeah. hates to bring well, up money. They hate to admit that they're going to bring up money, but they do not hate bringing up money. A very wise man once told me in a business, we started a business relationship. First taste is free. Speaking of bringing up money, do you have any Jewish jokes? Sure. Let me see here. Does I got he a few have Jewish, Jewish jokes, jokes for you? Uh, okay, do I have Jewish jokes? He's a Borschfeld comic. Of course he's got Jewish jokes. <laughs> There's four old Jewish ladies having lunch at the diner. The waiter walks up and says, excuse me, ladies, is anything all right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you, have, you have to know some old Jewish ladies. You got to know that. some and old I Jewish do. ladies. And I do. And I do. So, yeah. So that, 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 that reminds works. me to call my grandma, although she's dead. Well, she'd still appreciate your call. She would. Anything else in your bag of tricks? Okay. So there's a Jewish man in, in his car and he's trying to find a parking space. He's driving all over. He can't find a parking space. And he pleads to God, God, please find me a parking space. And he's driving around. Please, God, find me a parking space. And then finally, he comes around the corner and there's a car pulling out. And he just looks up and says, ah, never mind, God, I found one. I like that, too. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. You know, some of these categories probably are, oh, I don't know, a little less popular, a little less acceptable these days than maybe they were in, in previous generations when the Borscht Belt was really swinging. Are there categories that are gone, or categories that aren't popular anymore that you really can't do on stage anymore? Well, again, you kind of got to know your audience. So sometimes you can get away with more. But uh, I will just say the jokes about the homosexuals, they just do not play like they used to play. You know, yeah, Mel Brooks would have I, a tough start these days. I'll oh, my you. God. Oh, my God. I had a whole folder of Liberace jokes. <laughs> I just had to toss them in the fireplace. He was gay. Yeah. I never saw that coming. This is a borderline category. What about Polish jokes? I know that politically correct, sometimes those aren't uh, acceptable either, but I grew up with Polish jokes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I grew up with Polish jokes too. The Elbonskis next door, they were re- they were idiots. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I actually remember my dad. I guess this is my second joke. He said, <gasps> I think the question. Question Jeff, you was know two. I you know well, two I, jokes. It was his joke. I don't know if I can tell oh. this right, but it was how does a Polish guy tell which way to put on his underwear? Brown goes in the back and yellow in the front. Now that, my friend, is a stinker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do you know what a Polish bride gets on a wedding night that's long and hard? <laughs> a, a new last name. <laughs> I kind of felt that one coming, but you know, yeah. You know, I think just being around a professional joke writer has inspired me. Jeff, I, I think I know another joke. Tell us your joke. There's this cartoon mouse. We don't want to get sued, so we're not going to yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. go. Yeah, but you know, you know who I mean. Yeah, yeah. Famous yeah. cartoon mouse. You know, I understand that he's getting a divorce from Minnie. Wow. Because he just, he just found out she was fucking goofy. And he wasn't yeah. just a little silly. He was fucking goofy. He was fucking goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I see that in your hand there, it looks like you've got a long list of jokes. Is I that do. just like a sample that you brought? Or is it something that maybe you could share with us that we could even try a couple to feel like we're funny? I know we can't compete with you. If you share your screen there on that side of the glass, I think we can if just hold it up. Our eyesight's pretty yeah. bad. But if we get closer, we can read it. Just hold it up to the screen there. You see one, Jeff? I'm, I'm still squinting a little bit. Yeah, I've got one here. A man walks into a library and says to the librarian, do you have that book about men with small penises? The librarian looks at her computer and says, I don't know if it's in yet. And he says, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's a that great one. one. Do you oh, remember you know, when I, you wrote that joke? Was it yes. one that you wrote or was it one that you learned while you were on the road? It was the one I wrote it. And I then found out that that was not what Minnie Pearl was really asking for in a joke. <laughs> so now, Larry, you know your audience. Larry, the cable guy gave me 50 bucks for that. One. You know, Joey, I'm, I'm going to do a series on your, your the Yo Mama jokes because oh, I always love okay. those. Uh, I grew up, you know, in my school, we all did it. Yo mama's so fat when she fell, I didn't laugh, but the sidewalk cracked up. <laughs> Yo mama's so fat when she skips a meal, the stock market drops. 
Your mom is so fat when she goes camping, the bears hide their food. Oh, bing, bing. Now that oh, lost. That, that, oh, yeah. That's, a, that's quality. It's man. a little bit of Rodney Dangerfield, don't you yeah. think? I mean, I remember we went to see Rodney. He dated some woman that was so fat, she was on Broadway and off Broadway at the same time. <laughs> Rodney said he dated a girl that was so ugly that she had little round marks all over her from being touched with 11 foot poles. <laughs> that is well, great. We're touching on all these dairy, all these categories. Are there any categories that are just off limits? You just can't do a joke about Trump. That is the joke. Right there. If you go out and tell a Trump joke, somebody's going to get butthurt. Don't yeah. know who. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like, usually if I get up there and I tell a really offensive joke, I can tell, okay, that guy over there, he's going to get really butthurt. That lady over there, she's going to get really butthurt. That person mm-hmm. over there is probably going to throw something at me. But you go up yeah. there and you say anything about Donald Trump, and it, 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 you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. No, it's you crazy. don't know. What's funny is I'm looking at this list, and it's, you've got it by categories. One of the categories, which I would think would be off limits, would be the Holocaust, which it's a serious issue, serious question. Generally not a funny topic. It's not a funny topic, yeah, but yeah. there is a joke on there that well, does kind of tickle my fancy well, a little bit. Jeff, I'm so glad you asked that because... I was looking at this and I was trying not to laugh, but I'm going to try it, Jeff. I know this is probably highly offensive. I'm going to try it anyway. You know why Hitler killed himself? He saw the gas bill. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's not the first time I've seen that joke. I told that joke in a group one time and a guy said, that's not funny. My grandfather died in a camp. And I Uh said, oh, really? I'm so sorry. I apologize. Yeah, he fell out of his guard tower. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, Steve, maybe you'll edit this out. Oh, final. I'll cut all the offensive stuff yeah, out. Because, oh, yeah. You know, we don't want to get in trouble. No. But Joey, any other ones that you want to share with us? Well, I could go down that vein and just say, you know, do you know why Hitler never drank scotch? I no. give up. Why? It made him mean. <laughs> oh, bing, bing, bing. Who says you can't get a laugh out of Hitler? I'm oh, looking yeah. at this list. Can I take a crack at one more here? This is just gold under the category of dentists, doctors, and psychiatrists. A woman sitting in the dentist room and says, I'd rather go through the pain of childbirth again than let you drill my mouth. Dennis responded, well, please make up your mind so I can adjust the chair. <laughs> bing bing hashtag you're gonna get a bing bing hashtag another one here that i gotta try and i i don't think i can do maybe the yiddish accent you know the, the census taker goes to the goldman house uh, does lewis goldman live here yes no replies goldman well then what's your name lewis goldman wait a minute didn't you just tell me that goldman doesn't live here ah goldman says you call this living <laughs> is that in the jewish category it sounds jewish you know, my, my accent was more like lived near a Jewish no, neighborhood good. kind of thing, but it was kind of like Shaker Heights, not the Shaker part of Shaker Heights, you know, more the Heights part. There's a couple here that I think are just hilarious. You want me to take a crack at one more? Crack away. This is in a category under parents. A guy and his wife find an S&M magazine under their son's bed. The mom says, this is horrible. What should we do? And dad says, well, we can't spank him. <laughs> bing, bing, now that. That's from a real place. Is that really? Is that true? That's a, that's a true story. I just leave it there. As long as we're getting ethnic, I'm going to try one of those old Swedish jokes. It's Oli and Lena, you know, that whole whatever. Mm-hmm. Oli's on his deathbed. Looks up and says, is my wife here? Lena, of course, his wife. She says, yes, Oli, I'm here next to you. So Oli asked, are my children here? Yes, daddy, we're all here, say the children. Are all my other relatives here also? They say, yes, we're all here. 
So it only says, well, then why is the light on in the kitchen? <laughs> That's a little Swedish Jewish kind Swedish of thing. Jewish, yeah, I, I know you... that too. I know See, that from. I think my Jewish accent was better with the Swedish one than it was with the Jewish one. I'm going to, I'm going to work on that. You know? <laughs> this one's not on the list, but I got one of the Oli Lena's. Oh, oh cool. please. Lena was, uh, she competed on the swim team. And she came in dead last in the breaststroke and she got out of the pool and she walked up to the judge and said, Hey, Oh, I, I don't want to complain, but I think those other girls were cheating. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I should have wrote that one down. I, li- I like I that. Deleted that one. Yeah. We'll try this one. This one's uh, under your church category. An old married couple are in a church service on Sunday. The elderly lady leans over to her husband and whispers, I just let go of a long, silent fart. What should I do? And the husband looks at her and says, change the battery on your hearing aid. <laughs> bing, bing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a junior high translated to however old you are. Yes. Oh, yeah. So junior high. I see one here that could kind of combine a couple categories, maybe. It sounds like it's a mother-in-law joke, but it could be a Jewish joke, too. One year, I decided to buy my mother-in-law a cemetery plot as a Christmas gift. The next year, I didn't get her anything. So she asked me why. I said, well, you still haven't used the gift I bought you last year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and see that's not just a mother-in-law joke it's not just the jewish joke you got christmas in you it. got christmas in there it's the trifecta bing 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 i think the categories matter you know sometimes mm-hmm. if there are little categories that you don't want to laugh about but you do anyway like for example here my girlfriend dumped me so i stole her wheelchair guess who came crawling back <laughs> I was so drunk. I mean, you feel I bad. I felt bad when I read it, but I couldn't resist. That's probably one of those categories that, you know, you really got to know your audience. Uh, That's why I, we I have agree. to be attuned to our audience, attenuated with our audience. So this has been amazing. Steve, I feel like we've been doing this forever, but time is going by really fast. And this really guy is. from San Diego, do you have enough jokes now? I hey, Jim from San Diego, did we get to the jokes fast enough for you? Maybe we stayed in the jokes too long for you? You say, oh, no, I want you to get into them and then get back out. Well, you know what we could do, Jeff? We could employ Joey Bishop Schwartzman, and we could do a joke every show. Each show, we could do a week joke, I mean, a joke of the week, and start off the show that way i think it's a great idea joey are you booked up i'm on the road 100 percent of the time but you know what technology is great you boys want jokes we got jokes you know you'll get a, the email the website text message however you want to consume a joke i do take venmo oh cool or okay. you can i still take checks and <gasps> i will accept numerous different currencies in person well he's old school jeff this is perfect. he is and Steve, it's hard because every time he says something, I think it's a joke. Venmo, checks. I'm thinking, you know, I, ju- I don't Ven- know. I'm, Venmo I'm does going... kind of sound like a joke. It sounds like it, a joke it, setup. It really does. Joey, I, I just saw this one. You don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You need a parachute to go skydiving twice. Yes. <laughs> See, that's... It's sort of a Confu- Confucius kind of says. I got to be honest. I got that one out of a fortune cookie. He's really done with the Tao of jokes. You know, I mean, this guy mm-hmm. is, this guy's really got it. He's in the zone. He's got the rhythm. He's got the beat, you know, bring and the and Yang, I'll bring the Yang. Bring in oh, his Yang. I, I, Steve, again, I can't get over it. Yeah. Everything that's out of one. his mouth is funny. Yeah. That's I the one. I just hope yeah. that we can be that funny at some point. Oh, I am looking forward to telling these jokes. We're just about to run out of time here, but I'm looking forward to telling these jokes in future shows and 
Joey, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Best of luck at the Hungry Eye, which has been closed for a number of years, and mm-hmm. and, and your residency at the Dunes, which hasn't existed since the eighties. So I no. uh, good luck. You're going to make our show really funny. I can't wait. These are just the warm-up jokes. I can't imagine the jokes that we're going to be getting from you that we'll be able to use. And maybe if you would, come back on the show and perform some of those live for us as well. Anytime. I'm happy to help you boys out. Young up-and-comers like you. That's great. You know, because it's our Christmas show, I have kind of a special ending here. I'm going to bring in our friend John Denver. Well, he told me he was John Denver, but who knows? But I think he's at the Dunes. To give, week, he's, I think he? he's performing at the Dunes yeah, right now. I think so. And just to give it sort of the Christmas feeling that I think we all need and we all want. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk. What's that, Miss Claire? The sponsor's on the phone. See my mama cry. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. Well, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas, Joey. Merry Christmas, Steve, to your family. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Oh, we are so going to be canceled.